0: back to our next episode of the imperfect podcast do you find yourself being affected by those around you a lot like a lot a lot yeah. it's hard not to be affected by those who are in and around us in our lives and their actions you know you get the aggressive drivers on your way through the Tim Hortons drive through you've got people that you work with and you know have their little chitty chat over at the water cooler and you've got people that you live with in your home you know your family and and the friends that you hang out with in your spare time they all have stuff going on in their lives and it's hard for us not to be affected just in those interactions with them and being around them so much.
1: Yeah I find for me when there's an aggressive driver behind me or you know, they're riding my butt, basically, driving up the road. Um, I find it really hard not to take that yeah, personally, so. just because it's, I mean, how can you not when you feel like you're in the way, basically?
0: Yeah. So that's what we're going to look at today. Um, how and why people tend to think take things personally, even though sometimes it doesn't really even have anything to do with them. Mm-hmm.
1: So we recently listened to a guy by the name of Frederick Limbo. we believe his name is pronounced, uh, who discussed this topic. Uh, In fact, it is because he saw his own tendency to take things personally that he purposely signed up to be a referee for a soccer team in the UK. And uh, that would be called football. No, it is soccer to them, right? We were having this.
0: It's football to them.
1: It's football to them, but it's soccer to us, right? Um, And he took this position to learn to not take things so personally. Um, And with the UK, um, that sport being their number one sport, as far as I'm concerned, you got to think like he knew exactly what he was doing when he decided to put himself in a position where he would be essentially targeted because referees are often the scapegoat for if there's wrong decisions being made especially in sports like people can get really heated about that stuff and just because he's in the position of making said calls he gets the flack for that a lot of the time so like, you loser do you even have any eyes what yeah. what did you not even look like you're yeah, just think
0: it. just think of when we hear watch hockey right i mean i'm not into it but we've all been in the uh position of being in a bar or a restaurant or just in someone's living room while this is this chaos is going on and you know you've got people on different sides and they you know this one thought the referee made a great call this time but the other people don't like it because that meant their team took loss or what have you and yeah being a ref especially in the UK for for soccer football um that' that'd be a big thing because they're pretty into it,
1: yeah, and that's just one example I can think of many where you have a position of having the decision-making power you got to even think uh politicians they say not to talk about three things with other people and it's money religion, and politics and I think it's because politics it's so controversial you should add sports in there too maybe for some people but in a situation where politicians have this power to make decisions like that and people all have their own opinions and own influences of course they're gonna get the you idiot you're a loser and of course you'd make that
0: decision or whatever right so it would be yeah he bit off a lot there by doing that but uh, he went on to speak about his experience and what he did learn So we're going to look at that a little bit later on. But, you know, as we were writing this up, I realized some people don't seem to be all that affected by, you know, what others are saying and doing. And other people do really seem to be affected by it. Some Mm -hmm. people, they breeze through life and nothing really kind of throws them off in terms of interactions with others or, you know, someone cancels plans and they're like hey cool man we'll get you next time or you know or I've even met people now this is a thing for me if I'm talking to someone or trying to explain something I don't think it's cool if you're on your phone like because I'm feeling that you're not giving me your full attention so that bothers me but also I've seen people that are like you know just breezing through and it's no big deal and meanwhile I'm like put your phone down <laughs> you know yeah exactly so there's all, all different kinds of people and I wonder how and why certain things affect certain people certain ways and perhaps
1: it's because there's different upbringings there's I don't know different mindsets maybe people have a history with like your example um, being mistreated with someone putting their face in their phone and not hearing anything that you have to say and then now it's just like tainted for life of anytime someone has their phone out you see it as disrespectful um it could be a lot of factors even just your personality like anything really we're all influenced differently in life and all have our own individual stories and how we go about things so it's gotta have different influences in different ways because I know even between you and I like I've done things or you've done things that to either of us, it's no big deal. But then like, let's say you did something and I'm like, okay, mom, like meanwhile, you're like, I don't understand what the big deal is, but yeah. it's really impacted
0: me. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it. I guess it is. It's like the other episode we had where we talked about um, people have different filters that they see things through. And so one thing that would bother one might not bother the other. mm our brains are pretty complicated uh, structures, and in doing our research for the show, also we found that our brain thinks approximately fifty thousand thoughts a day, but only ten thousand of them, for the most part, are positive. So that means like eighty percent of our thoughts are negative, and with that many negative thoughts, it stands to reason that some of them are going to be hurt thoughts or, you know, feeling like someone was picking on you or talking about you or looking at you or they did that for this reason or that reason. or Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thinking and overthinking and overanalyzing and even things that we probably don't even think of, like the quick, you walk in front of the mirror and you see that your hair is a mess, like negative thought, like all of the little stuff that, We just don't even notice because it's a part of everyday life. So,
0: And Um, I know some people like to wear the cloak of, you know, oh, I'm positive and nothing bothers me. But I think, you know, we're all affected by uh, this stuff to a certain degree. I'm not saying everybody is at the same level, but yeah, let's get real here. The main point is that the majority big
1: majority of our thoughts um are negative no matter who you are maybe without us
0: even categorizing them as such right yeah Yeah. like just something as simple as you know i'm hungry i should eat oh wait it's not time to eat in its own special way that's negative right why isn't it time to eat if you're hungry oh because there's a preconceived notion that you only eat certain times a day or Mm you know, perhaps someone's trying to watch your weight. Well, it's not time to eat because even though I'm hungry, it's, you know, and that does have a negative spin on it, right?
1: It does. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, He goes on to speak of two different strategies that he learned in the pursuit of not taking things personally. So um, there's two different options. The first is it's not about you. And I know that's surprising for some, like, well, what? what do you mean? It's not about me, but, um, it's yeah. quite what he means by that is a lot of what can happen. So let's talk about the, um, driver, the aggressive driver, a driver that's right up your butt because you're driving too slow. Maybe you're going the speed limit for, but for them, it's too slow in that situation. It could very well not even be about you because, you're driving the speed limit. You're in no hurry. You're just, you know, driving along. And then this person decides to come up and put off that aggressive energy, but maybe it's because they left 15 minutes late and they couldn't find their matching shoe. And they have an appointment that they've been waiting for three months for, and you're the one that's getting in the way of their life right now. So it's quite literally got nothing to do about you. So you kind of have to look at you have to assess every situation is this even about me
0: yeah because our ego often does try to make it about us right we blame and think others should you know cater to us or acknowledge us or it's a very egoic way of thinking but it in the end complicates our lives but our minds often tend to go right oh listen buddy get off my mm. touch the brakes you know there I showed him <laughs>
1: right, right? <laughs> or some people like to flip their middle finger at like everybody reacts differently in those situations but yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so it uh letting that part of our ego like mind go can cause us to get out of control in ways that then that aggressive driver behind you that's being impatient now suddenly you've handed your um, peace of mind quotient over to them right yeah because you're not doing your own thing anymore you're more concerned about what he's doing back there and now you've worked yourself up into a lather because he's still right there and he's flashing his high beams like what what is he doing like what I can't go any faster there's a car ahead and all of a sudden you're in this loop right yeah
1: you're quite literally giving this other person your power like this person you don't even know you don't know who's in the car behind you and meanwhile you've given them the ability to
0: impact your current mood right and that can turn into a constant struggle you know it's that guy but then You get out to the store and you walk in the door and the guy ahead of you could have held the door and he didn't. You know, I'm not saying that we're always thinking negative, negative, negative all the time, but it depends, like we spoke earlier about what your thing is. And there's different things that bother different people, but trying to always stay ahead and always being reactive to how others are around you. That's pretty draining. Yeah. And so the other one is that it
1: is that it is about you. And we're going to discuss that further in just a moment. But um, Frederick explains the concept of switching me to we. So what he means by that is me, meaning like it is about me. You flip it. Quite literally, it's like the mom versus, wow, it's the me versus we, and it's, um, to try to see the positives and the intentions of others. So, um, like the example we gave earlier with him deciding to be a referee for a soccer team in the UK, um, if people are yelling at him to you're a loser, do you even see anything? And how did did you get the job? Right. That is, it's not about me. It's about we in the sense that these soccer fans just want their team to win. So, of course, they're going to say anything to make you look like you're the one that deprived their team of winning, even though it's got nothing to do with you at all. So by
0: changing it from the me, like the ego thing, to the we between more than one person, it leaves space for understanding to look at the other people's intentions and sometimes when you stand back and you think why why are they acting that way mm. and if you can look behind the immediate often that helps us to be a little more empathetic you know the guy behind you like maybe his wife was in labor or yeah. maybe you know maybe a parent was you know at that door and he was in a hurry to get there maybe he was going to a fire call who knows mm-hmm. you know and if you think of giving the other person the benefit of the doubt suddenly it takes all the focus off of you and makes it a more we situation and yeah maybe it's not about us right
1: yeah it just gives you more concept in the situation that's at play and um so in situations that say let's say it is about you so let's say someone says wow you've put on some extra pounds and maybe inside you're like yeah, I have. So if it resonates with you, I'm not saying it's nice for people to say those things to you, but is, as an example, to get my point across, if things resonate with you and that situation and how you're feeling and your own insecurities. Um, so the weight example, or you're a loser or you're being slow or, or, or you're whatever, selfish. you know, yeah. if
0: you, if you do feel that even a little bit inside yourself it's almost like oh like yeah maybe there was i think you know and suddenly you start self-analyzing if if there's any little bit of truth to it yeah to you. but on the other side of the fence you know if somebody said you're a refrigerator you'd be like what are you talking about <laughs> you know
1: for a fact that that is false so of course you're not going to be heard about that so in situations where you do have that little like it struck a nerve in you you just need to be empathetic towards yourself and recognize these feelings and um this however is a time that you can choose to improve the situation by taking ownership so um there's a way that you can just, okay. I thought of the example earlier, earlier that we've always been in a grocery store where someone's in the way of getting something that we need. Um, and some people are rude and they say, are you going to be much longer? Like, and, or you're kind of slow or you're holding up the line or whatever. Yeah. (sighs) And you can just own that, and say, cause it might strike a nerve and be like, okay, yeah, I have been looking at these boxes of cereal for a really long time. And you can just say, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't, you know, my daughter asked me to pick up a box of cereal and I don't know what specific one she wants. So I'm just going to be one more minute. I apologize. Yeah. And so you've removed them from having that power. Cause another way of reacting is to get inflated about the situation and or allow them to take that space and move. And it's just all about how you, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, How you let that roll out. Like you have the power in that situation to decide the outcome. Right,
0: right. So if you do speak your position, you know, let's say the drive in the car slow thing, you know, oh, not that you're going to have the chance to see the guy that's behind you, hopefully ever again. But, you know, sorry if I was holding you up, but I'm not from this area and I was looking for a particular street and I couldn't find it or, you know, suddenly it it doesn't make him less annoyed per se, but it kind of smooths things out sometimes a little bit if you can talk from your position, I guess.
1: Yeah. So, and by making these better choices, um, it just, It helps further develop your own confidence that you can take ownership in your faults and that's okay because nobody's perfect. And um, like Frederick was talking about, it's all about assessing the situation. A, is it even about me? B, if it is about you, you can take ownership of that and it helps build your confidence because you can recognize where your faults are.
0: Right. And be empathetic to yourself too, yeah. and you know, while you're there, because yeah, everybody's got their stuff, right?
1: Yeah. So if a, a kind of cool metaphor is if a $20 bell is crumbled up, it's chewed up, it's spit out, it's stepped on, it's whatever. It looks different. It has had all these things happen to it, but it will forever still hold its value of $20. Yeah. And in the same way, no matter if people attack, criticize, ignore, etc., pick another word, I don't know, um, walk all over you, your value will never fade. It can impact your self-esteem, but it's all about how you choose to react to the situation and whether you choose to take things personally or like we just talked about, taking ownership or speaking your truth in situations where you know that you may be very well at
0: fault, but that's okay. So thanks for joining us today. We hope you gave, we gave you a few little tips that uh, might help you to not take things so personally i you know I've struggled with this I'm sure Kennedy has has, as I'm not sure I'm not going to pretend okay I was just going to say like this
1: information (laughs) coming from us is kind of ironic so
0: (laughs) yeah it's a you know but it's like anything else until you you realize that you've been doing it it kind of becomes your normal and you don't Mm -hmm. even realize you do it anymore right So yeah, it's, it's a hard thing sometimes we've all been in this position. So yeah, Yeah. maybe a different way to look at things. And I really enjoyed when Kennedy and I had watched that earlier and we thought this would be a great idea for a show today.
1: Yeah. So thanks again for tuning in and we will see you same time, same place next week. (laughs) Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from
0: you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast@outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this
1: episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. thank you so much for listening to today's episode.
0: We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See See you next week. week.